When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Dart Depot is proud to be partnering with SENZ to bring you the very best in darts. 180! Talking darts, this is At The Oki on SENZ. Kia ora everyone, Ben Francis here and you are listening to our At The Oki podcast special where we recap all the action from the PDC World Darts Championship. Day 5 is now behind us and we saw 6 first round clashes and 2 second round encounters from the famous Alexandra Palace. Today we had loads of close encounters, we nearly saw a 9 data and we saw our first come from behind wins from 2-0 down. All that and plenty more to come from the world champs. But first, let's recap day five action. And Andrew Gilding made a winning start on his first world championship appearance for six years, edging out debutante Robert Owen in a hard-fought deciding set. Welshman Owen did have more 180s and had the highest finish of the match with 154. But as they say, triples for show, doubles for dough, and the doubling is where Gilding was superior, taking out a Shanghai 120 to win the match. So tops for the match. Andrew Gilding is the man with the finest touch. Gilding will face Dave Chizzy Chisnell in the second round. Then we saw Danny Jansen survive a scare on his World Championship debut, edging out PDC Asian Championship runner-up Paulo Nebrida in a gruelling five-set tussle. Jansen squandered three match darts for a 3-0 win, and Nebrida fought back to level, only for the Dutchman to regain his poise in the closing stages to prevail. That may be awkward. It was awkward. More match darts for Danny Hansen. Surely this time six have come and gone. Double 11. Or is he going to split it? And he does go for it. And he does get it. Both players really did struggle on their doubles, and Danny will need to improve if he is to beat Christoph Ratajski in the second round. I can tell you, though, he's already got the win in the best hair category probably at the World Champs. What a stunning mullet and explains his nickname. Following that match, we had a whitewash with Louis Williams beating Neil Zonneveld at 3-0. Zonneveld was actually the favourite heading into the match, but Williams showed his class and he actually missed a double 12 for a nine data in what was the final leg of the match. And it's on. Oh, this down. Well, Gerwin Price dropped the dart in the Premier League and still completed the nine dart leg. Can Louis Williams do the same? Double 12 for a place in round two. Oh, the wrong side of the line. What an effort from Louis Williams. You just never know when to expect it. It's unexpected here. It's a, a spectacular effort for a nine dart leg to win the match. And only that far away. That close. Look at that. Sometimes you see a bit of adrenaline in the dart go high or low. It was a well thrown dart and just the wrong side of the wire. 
Sonnevald has just got to keep asking questions, but Louis Williams has had two matched outs already. One more incoming. Well, his heart might be pounding a little bit now, Mark. Just a little. It might be hard to hit this double. He's really trying hard to calm himself. You called it, John. It is difficult after you've just been through that, as spectacular as it could have been. He missed a 1-4-1 combination in the first leg of the match against Gabriel Clemens last year, and it haunted him for the rest of the match. More match starts incoming for Louis Williams. Yes, it actually took him a few throws to clean it up, but Williams got the win and will face Michael Van Gerwen in the next round. Many people say Van Gerwen is the favourite for the title, but it appears Williams is up for the challenge. I didn't just get through the first round, to be honest. I knew I, knew I was in for a tough game. I've known Niels for a few years, and I know, I know he's, he's a much better player than what he was against me today, but just to get over the line, I was buzzing. I know I won it fairly comfortably if you look at the set play. Um, but yeah, no, I was just glad to get over the line. So yeah, I thought it was only a matter of time before he does kick in and then starts. You know, my, my game maybe get worse and it start getting better. But um, yeah, I'm just buzzing to go over the line, to be honest. We've seen some amazing things on this stage before, nine darters, but I'm not sure we've seen a player drop a dart on that visit and then hit the nine. I mean, you were so close. What an effort. Yeah, yeah, no, I was gutted about it, to be honest. Like I said, uh, I said a few people before, in the PDC event, I've only ever gone 180, 180 and never hit the seventh dart. So I thought on there, look, I know it's for the match, but we just, we just give it my best, you know what I mean? I'm not going to think nothing of yeah. it, nothing about nine dart, and nothing about the win. And I got treble 20, dropped my dart, and I was like, oh, no, here we go. So I thought the crowd would be on me back, and then picked it up, treble 19, I thought, this is going in, I felt really good in it. Bang, just on the wire, but well, actually, just on the wire, it was brilliant, shall we? But um, no, no, as like I said, just buzzing to go over the line. I wasn't too, thinking too much with a nine dart or just winning the match, to be honest with you, but um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just buzzing. When it left your hand, though, you must have thought it was going in. It was such a well-thrown dart. You felt so good. It felt so good. I felt better than treble 20 on the treble 19 put together. Yeah. But, um, no, it is what it is. I start speeding it. So. Your combination finishing today, a real feature of your performance. 100 finish to win the second set, the double-double 92. Must be really yeah, no, that. yeah, that's great. To be fair, that's one thing I've worked on the last couple of months, my finishing. Mm. My scoring's always been spot on, but my finishing's always let me down. So to go double-double on the finish, uh, to go treble 20 tops in two darts, it just shows where my game's come from in a short amount of time. So yeah, I'm, just, I'm just glad the practice's paying off. And up next, a small matter of Michael Van Gerwen, the tournament favourite. He's had a tremendous 2022, but you can go into that one with no fear. No, definitely. I, 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 I don't fear anyone apart from... Puff and Bo Greaves, I suppose. But um, <laughs> no, no, I'll just tell you what, Michael Van Gerwen is a quality player. Everyone knows it. Everyone says he's on the downfall, but he's not. He's won four or five majors this year. But I'll go in with full confidence, 100%. And if he's not in his game, then I hope I'll capitalise on that. And then, you know, never mind. Maybe push him, push him and get the win. Louis Williams there. And if that wasn't enough drama for you, then listen to this. As Jose D'Souza became the first player at this year's World Champs to come back from 2-0 down to win, dumping out Aussie Simon Whitlock. The Wizard punished a sluggish start from D'Souza to establish a two-sets lead, but the Portuguese star came roaring back in superb style, winning eight of the last ten legs to complete this stunning comeback. Got to go for Simon Whitlock. Got to go. Tops to stay in the World Championship. He's had his chances. One dart on probably four or five occasions. For the match. And Jose de Souza 
produces a stunning comeback to knock Simon Whitlock. Jose was very emotional after the game, and here is why. The first two sets, I think to myself, what am what I'm yeah. doing? Mm. You know, I can play better than this. And after the the second set, I think, well, I don't have nothing to lose, so let's let's push more and more. You just sort of felt and comfortable. You're like, I've got nothing to lose. Let's just yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just take my mind free and yeah. just. Through your darts, I know you can do it, and yeah, and he is in the crucial moments, and yeah. uh, I take my chances. Took advantage. Yeah. I, I'm not going to tell you. I think it was some, some of the worst darts you played on telly, Jose. No, I, won't, I won't tell you this darts. No, I won't. I won't. But no. but the important thing is that we know that you have got so much more to give. Yes. How, how will you prep for the next game now? Well, right now I go to my home. Uh, yeah. I, I go practice all, all week yeah. and come back next week and uh, try to do my best. Yeah. Well, look, it was a yeah. it was a great game. It was, we, we were on the edge of our seats. We had yeah. no idea who the winner was going to be. <laughs> but uh, look, you came up victorious. How proud are you? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, the the losers and the winners. Mm -hmm. It's part of us. So, yeah. Uh, this occasion. Can I send a message for my cousin? Absolutely. Please do. Please do. So I explained to you, I'm emotional because next week, oh, uh, last week, the wife of my cousin died so with sorry. cancer. So, so from here, I'm yeah. here for you. And you know that everything you need, just call me. Condolences to your family there, Jose. This must have been very difficult for you. And Jose will face Ryan Searle or Adam Gavlas in the third round. Then in the evening session, Leonard Gates walked onto the stage and he did everything to get the crowd on his side, which he actually did in the first leg. I think it was on his second throw. He had the first two darts in the triple 20. He turned back and he waved his hands up saying, come on guys, come on. And they were started cheering and he actually got that third dart in for a 180, which was really cool. But my God, did he have to work hard to get that win. He missed lots of match starts, but eventually got over the line. Double four. And finally, eventually, at the end of all those trials and tribulations, the... Leonard Gates celebrating his 3-1 win over Gert Nietzsche's, who actually won the first set of the match. And North American Darts is looking very strong at the moment, as they have three representatives through to the second round, which is very, very exciting. You have Danny Bagash, of course, beat Canadian Matt Campbell yesterday. You have Leonard Gates, who won that match against Gert Nietzsche's. And then they were joined by Canadian David Cameron. And this game, we saw another comeback from 2-0 down. But unlike Jose's battle back against Simon Whitlock, the eventual loser had matched darts. Richie Edhouse had a two-set lead and missed six, that's right, six matched darts, but ended up losing to Canadian Cameron. In the last set, Cameron thought he had the win, but miscounted, and he was made to pay. But he didn't have to wait long, as he won nine of the last ten legs to get the win. Is this his moment? It is! It is one of the great Ali Pali comeback 
with David Cameron. Let's hear from David Cameron after that remarkable win. Well, I was a little bit down there after the two set, uh, down behind two sets. But you know what? I just, I said, it's never over till it's over. So you know what I mean? Just, just try to stick in there and do what you do because I knew my game was good. So yeah, so it worked out well. I'm not sure if you're aware, but for the last couple of sets, you had the Ali Pali Wasp on, on your back, but it, it seemed to be a bit of a lucky omen, so you must be buzzing to get through. As I say, I didn't even know it was on there until Phil stopped me, and then I was like, okay, is there something, did I do something wrong for a second? I didn't know, but anyway, they wiped it off, and then a wasp, I said, okay, well, yeah, so <laughs> it was pretty funny, actually. In the latter stage there, you had a miscount to win the yeah. match on the 92 finish, you thought you left 82, but mm -hmm. the way you reacted and came back in that last leg to close it out must really please you. Oh yeah, 100%, like I say, I thought I had 92 there and I just, or, or I did my thing and stuff, and uh, yeah, I just, it was in my mind. When I looked at the scoreboard, it's in my mind, and as I say, you know what, yeah, I just dug in afterwards and said, okay, you got to get over that and just move on and go to the next one, yeah. You've had great success this year on, on the CDC Tour, yeah. winning three titles. Best year of your career so far? I would say, yeah, and as I say, my darts overall seem to be going a lot better uh, in the last year, year and a half. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm going to, and I still think I can go another level yet for sure. So, yeah, I'm going to do my best. And after Jeff Smith and, and Matt Campbell exited the tournament yesterday, you're now flying the flag for Canada. So, it must be a really proud moment there. Oh, 100%. Like I said, I know the guys very well. They're great guys, good, good friends, and, you know, and they're great players. And they just sometimes you just don't have the luck. And that's just what it is, right? So, you know, you never know when something good's going to happen. So, I'm, I'm definitely grateful. Then came a man lots of people were very excited to see and Steve Beaton playing in his 32nd World Darts Championship against debutant Danny Van Tripe. But the bronze Adonis, who was on at the Oki earlier this year, struggled as Danny Van Tripe claimed a whitewash 3-0 win. That may be awkward. It was awkward. More match darts for Danny Hansen. Surely this time six have come and gone. Double 11. Or is he going to split it? Oh, and he does go for it. And he does get it. Awaiting Danny Van Tripe. World number seven, Johnny Clayton. That is not going to be an easy match. Then came the main event as we saw world number one and former world champion Gerwin Price make his first appearance at the world champs against Luke Woodhouse. And Luke Woodhouse started the better of the two players but Price showed why he is world number one and he went absolutely ballistic as he claimed a 3-1 win with the highlights being a 150 finish but here is how the game ended. Luke Woodhouse had the world number one in a spot of bother. But the Iceman keeps his cool as they come from behind and make a winning start to his campaign to reclaim the Sid Waddell Trophy. Luke Woodhouse was absolutely fantastic in that first set and he actually forced the second set to a fifth leg but good Price just getting over the line there. Now Luke Woodhouse actually throwing more 180s but unfortunately the overall scoring just not there. Gerwin Price with 15 140s compared to Luke's 8. That can make course quite the difference. Just recapping those results from day 5. Andrew Gilding and Danny Anson claimed 3-2 wins over Robert Owen and Paolo Nebrida respectively. Louis Williams missing that 9 data in the final leg beating Neil Zonavald 3-0. Jose D'Souza beating Simon Whitlock 3-2. That was a come-from-behind win. Then Leonard Gates beat Gert Nietzsche's 3-1. David Cameron beat Richie Edhouse 3-2. Another come-from-behind win. Danny Van Tripe 3-0 over Steve Beaton. And then Gerwin Price beat Luke Woodhouse 3-1. Now, we only have one session tomorrow. 
for day six at the Alexandra Palace as we're getting towards the end of our round one games. We've actually only got five round one games left and three of them will be coming your way tomorrow. Jim Williams against Sebastian Bilalecki from Poland. Jamie Hughes against Dutchman Jimi Hendrix. And as I've said in my show, and I know he's probably heard this many times before, not the Jimi Hendrix. Then one match will be very interesting. Ricky Evans against Fallon Sherrick. And then we have a round two clash. Raymond Van Barneveld against Ryan Meikle. The winner of that will play Gerwin Price after the Christmas break. Just looking at these games coming up, I am going to pick Jim Williams. I am a massive Jim Williams fan. I think he'll win his match. I don't know a lot about Jimi Hendrix, if I'm being completely honest with you. I don't even know what he looks like. I am going to pick Jamie Hughes in that one. Then this one I'm finding really difficult. Ricky Evans against Fallon Sherrick. Now, Fallon has been good on the women's circuit, but hasn't exactly performed when it comes to playing the men's players. So, I think, at the time of recording, I'm going to say Ricky Evans gets this one done. I reckon Ricky Evans has enough quality to beat Fallon. He's a very fast player. Uh, I know Fallon likes playing with the fast pace as well. But I just feel like Ricky will get the job done. He seems like the kind of guy that won't feel that pressure. The crowd won't be behind them though, so let's see. But as of right now, I'm going to pick Ricky Evans. And then in the last one, I think Raymond Van Barneveld beats Ryan Meikle. I'm going to say 3-0, maybe 3-1. I don't see that one going to a fifth league, or sorry, a fifth set decider. That's all we've got time for here on our At The Hockey podcast as we wrap up day five action at the PDC World Darts Championship. Tune in tomorrow as we recap those four games just pre for you there. As I always say, wherever you get your podcasts from, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and keep listening. We'll see you tomorrow from the World Darts Championships. You're listening to SENZ.